Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is called The 19th Hole. It was written by Stuart Boone, and it can be found in Mansions of Madness 3rd Edition, Volume 1, Behind Closed Doors. It is available from Chaosian. Our game master is Keith Craig, and this is Episode 1. But before we begin, we do have a new patron, one of our recent additions. Steve Anderson has pledged $5 a month to our club. Thank you very much, Steve. That being said, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Keith? Thank you, Tom. It is uh, London, September 21st, 21st, 1928. We find ourselves in a, uh, in a dingy office as uh, Rory Shaw find, finds the door opening up and behind the desk smoking a fat cigar is his uh, his mob boss, Paul Miller. He looks up, he's like, Rory, my man, come in. I'll graciously enter and wait to be uh, told to sit. Have a seat. You need anything to, anything to drink? Uh, I'll be fine for the minute. Strictly business today. I like it. Well, uh, as you know, a few days ago, I asked you to get a crew together to uh, head up to Scotland. We've got a uh, one of our uh, laund- money launderers has uh, disappeared about a week ago. His wife finally reached out to me. I wish she'd uh, reached out a little sooner than than the trail one when it's cold. But I was I was thinking, who who's needing to get out of town and needs to prove himself? And that's where you popped into my mind. I know that you're uh, skilled at ma- at uh, taking care of things. Making if you've always got a guy. That's so, true. My pocketbook runs many pages deep. I thought it did. So uh, tell me about this crew that you've uh, you've got assembled. Well, leading the charges are uh, cleaner Doc Gordon. If you need someone to uh, fix a fuck up, he's the we'll, man. We'll swing over and you, Doc Gordon. What are you doing right right at this moment? I'm uh, I'm cleaning. Can't you see? <laughs> I've got to get rid of this. Uh, in one way or another. Um, that's what I All do. I right. will swing back to uh, the room. Paul Miller like, goes, Doc Gordon, Jesus, that guy's a psychopath. It's like going, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully you can keep him under control. We don't want to piss off too many people up there. But if you it's do. the crazy ones that are best at their jobs. That's very true. Hopefully you got uh, someone else, else that's a little level-headed to go along with him. Yeah, we have uh, that upstart kid, uh, Ian McDougall. He's, uh, he's helping out on this too. Uh, and we'll swing over. Ian, what are you doing at the moment? At the moment, I am paying a visit to a very nice flower shop, and uh, I am going to knock some things over and uh, basically make myself known to the uh, the proprietor. Ah, so Paul leaning back. Ian, Ian, Ian. He's a he's a young kid, right? Yeah. Tries too hard for my liking, but he's loyal to a fault. 
easy to manipulate. Well, you know, I'd always rather have someone that was motivated and maybe doesn't think think things through than someone that you got to kick in the ass every step of the way. Seems like a Completely decent choice. <clears throat> Who else you got? Speaking of not thinking things through, we have uh, Lenny, uh, the biggest and roughest man in town. Just don't ask him to do the crosswords. <laughs> Lenny, what are you doing at the moment? Well, right now I'm uh, inside one of the stores that's a little behind on their uh, protection payment and uh, trying to make sure that they understand uh, a little bit of the pressure of the situation to get their money in. Uh, I've broken a few things in the store, and uh, I'm now threatening the owner that, uh, you know, legs can also be broken just as easy if the money isn't on time. Maybe you should get that up to speed. Paul, Paul leans back. He's like, Lenny, huh? I think that guy's got more working testicles than brain cells, but he knows how to, he does know how to make, put a little fear in people. Didn't he lose one of those in a firefight one day? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how how you planning on getting up there? Who'd you get for that? I sure as hell am not driving all the way to Scotland. I've picked up Davey Mould, skill, most skillful driver on my list. He can get us anywhere quicker than lightning. All right. And Davey? I think I'm currently uh, sitting out that store that Lenny just walked into, uh, hear all the stuff breaking, and Davey's leaning up against the car, uh, just got his leg, arms across his chest, kind of leaning back, looks at the side of your mirror, spits on it, wipes it, gets it good and clean, goes around, kicks tires, just – antsy kind of kind of fidgeting ready to go uh fast if need be paul paul smiles he's like yeah david david will get you up there he'll get, he'll get you up there pretty quick too but man he spends so much time waxing that car you know, i hope you can keep him focused on on the job sounds like you got a good crew good crew well uh what i'm what i've got is a. Uh, an Arthur Edward McMillan. He's our, uh, he decided that refurbishing an old golf course uh, up there in uh, Dundee, Dundee, Scotland, that'd be a good way to uh, maybe have some of our excess funds c- come through. Prohibition over in the States has been a boon for uh, our smuggling liquor over. We thought that'd be a good, good place to launder our, our money out. I got a picture of him for you I, since you haven't haven't met him before. And he tosses this uh, photo over to you. You can see a uh, rather uh, distinguished uh, gentleman, probably in his uh, early early to mid sixties. Definitely, uh, definitely recognizable. So, uh, so Mr. Shaw, do you th- you think you're going to be able to uh, track him down, or if not, deal with the people that had him disappear? Consider it done. All right. I knew I could count on you. Uh, give me a uh, regular updates uh, every couple days, if you don't mind. Certainly. All right. Don't have Lenny send it. He'll just say they're up there causing crimes or something. The guy's an idiot. <laughs> you sure you don't want a scotch before you hit, hit the road? Well, maybe one. All right. Pulls your wine. He goes, uh, to success. 
right, so so you got you head on out, and uh, you'll meet up with the uh, the rest of your crew there, getting all back back briefed. All right, boys, well, got a job. Uh, we're meeting with uh, Arthur Evan Millen. Uh, he's refurbishing a golf course out of Dundee. Uh, one of our money launderers has disappeared about a week ago. His wife was sitting on it for days. Silly cow. Gonna make fun of him harder. Wonder why she was sitting on it. Probably because he's laundered the money himself and pissed off with a new wife. Maybe she bumped him off. Should have been smarter to tell us immediately then. Probably would have given her a promotion. Now I have half an mind to give her a whack upside the head. Maybe she was enjoying not getting whacked around. All right. Is there anything you would like to do in London or you want to uh, press on out? Well, is there any more information we can find out about this guy before we head up there? That's a 14-hour drive. Um, I mean, we need to pull up our, our, our where are we going to stay up there? Is there an inn or something? Good question. We should check a, a travel guide or something. Okay. So if well, you do, oh sorry, I was just gonna say who's our driver? Isn't that Davy? Davy, yeah, he should yeah. know this. Um, yeah. Do I know of uh, any place close to stay uh, to this to this golf course? Oh uh, well, uh, give me a. Uh, let's just go with the intelligence roll. See if you uh, I know. All right. Uh, 37 out of 60. So yeah, it's a success, regular success. Yeah. You know that, uh, the, uh, town of Dundee, it's, uh, it's got a couple little pubs, pubs there. It's the largest one is the Queen's Head pub, which does have a uh, hotel or a hotel associated with it. You can say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think we can, there's a, there's a Queen's Head pub up there. I think we close enough to the golf course. We can probably find rooms at wonderful it's I nice enough pay for these. i may have i may have bar itself i may have missed it but um this mcmillian what what's his relationship to the boss he works for us he's one of our money launderers ah uh, so we were laundering money through this golf course. Is that what he was doing up there? Yeah, doing this place up. Looking real nice. Oh, it's your idea anyway. Good way to make money look legit. So are we gonna go? Are we gonna drive up there? Are we gonna take the train? Flying flying Scotsman. Well, if we take I mean, the train, I, we have to acquire a car. I can drive us up there, get us there. Couple hours quicker than than what you may be used to. All right. Sounds good. All right. 
So you guys uh, pile pile in, into there and all. And um, <clears throat> anything uh, unusual you're going to bring with you, like long long guns, because five five gentlemen in a car plus uh, makes it a little tight tight of a squeeze. To... Any of you folks know how to golf? I do. Hey, golfing and uh, other gentlemanly games are part of the dealmaker's playbook, you see. Uh, I mean, I can swing a club. Never swung a golf club before, but can't be too much different. I got an old set of uh, golf clubs. I'll bring them along, make it look like we're going golfing up in Scotland. Yeah, I have a set of golf clubs as well, but if there's not enough room, we can share share a set. Like Jenny. We can pass off Ian as our caddy. <laughs> we can uh, actually stick your long gun inside the golf bag yeah good place to hide it you're impressively clever for such a brute hey you gotta know where to carry them and how to carry them and just because i miss them one doesn't mean i'm not carrying um so i'll store my jeweler's loop in my inside pocket along with my pistol uh, if there's room for two sets of golf clubs, mine will go in. Otherwise, we'll take docks and load up and yep. ship out, I reckon. Probably All have right. a big town car, don't you? <laughs> yeah. C date people. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. I just make sure that I have everything, uh, you know, in the car to change a tire if need be, you know. Right. I'm going to bring some medicinal, uh, you know, alcohol all right so you guys pile in, into the car and as uh doc doc implied it is a quite the drive up to uh scotland from from london especially in the 1928s uh car so uh about do you leave it are you going to leave in the morning down there in london like your your brief probably about lunchtime because you didn't want to get up too early to brief you can we assume that we go home we get our yeah. pack our bags and everything and leave in the morning. Perfect. All right. So you guys leave in the morning. By the time you make it up to uh, up to uh, Scotland, you know the sun's starting to go back down again after a fourteen hour fourteen hour drive and all. Uh, out there, that far north, you know, getting into late September, the days are still sure. you know relatively long, but they're they're getting shorter for you. Okay. So as you are are pulling. Pulling up there, you're a couple miles out out from Dundee, and you see a uh, sign, you know, advertising uh, grand, a grand opening, and it says, "In uh, you know, next spring, the Thistledown Golf Club." Sounds kind of fruity. <laughs> hey, Rory, is that the place that we're supposed to be checking out? The very same. Can we sort our lodgings and then swing by and make a surprise appearance? Yeah, did we pass the Queen's Head on the way? It is along the way. So okay. uh, so after you pass the uh, little little sign that, that was advertising it, you see the, uh, the classic pub sign, 
flowing. It's got uh, Queen Victoria's uh, portrait on on it, and underneath it says uh, Queen Queen's Head Pub, a free free house, so, which means they brew their own beer essentially. Yeah, pull us in. Uh, pull us in close enough to where the lodging portion is. Um, it's probably all right there together. But mm-hmm. well, as you uh, pull up, you notice that there uh, the the pub. There are quite a few uh, men in, inside, and they're uh, got got their pints. They're drinking, and it seems like it's a pretty uh, raucous uh, raucous uh, establishment. All right. Well, kind of place. Gonna walk through the front door. When you uh, when you come through the front door, you see a couple uh, people. They uh, naturally kind of turn, see who comes in the door, and they just uh, turn back to back to their uh, their pints and start uh, continue uh, chat chatting away. And uh, the bartender he he looks up and he kind of uh, speaks a little loudly over the uh, the din. He's like going, uh, we've got got a couple seats up here. Uh, the uh, k- kitchen's already closed. Uh, sorry about that, but we do have uh, some uh, some fruit fruit if you're wanting some. And, of course, uh, lo- lovely ciders and beers. Good man. Do you have whiskey? Of course we got whiskey. Put a bottle on the bar. We need lodgings as well. How many rooms do you have? Oh, uh, we've got two open rooms here. Oh, for the big one with a small one. Uh, yeah, we'll take both. Ah, sounds good. And he, uh, he goes just uh, he slides over the ledger. He goes just uh, put put the name on there. And uh, lodging is a uh, is a uh, eleven eleven sterling a night for both of them. Yeah, that shouldn't be too issue. Um, I'm going to write in the ledger Jim Smith. Okay. Just in both rooms. I, I take up two rooms naturally because I'm just so enigmatic. I'm about five foot four, but I'm so enigmatic. I take up two rooms. Oh, yeah, excellent. He doesn't seem that that worried about, yeah. about it. As you fill it out, he uh, gives you the keys. He's like, uh, I've got you in uh, rooms uh, 18 and 19. And he gives you the key. It's a, a actual key on the key fob. Oh. Brilliant. He's like, uh, break, breakfast will be served at uh, at uh, seven in the morning, and then uh, lunch lunch is served around eleven. Excellent. Well, uh, I will collect my things, and when I come back. Five glasses, whiskey bottle, and we'll make a night of it. All right. He's going to assume you mean scotch since you're in Scotland. Yeah. Winning room. All right. All right. So I'll walk back out to everyone, toss the uh, one of the keys to uh, Lenny. Uh, I'll say, pick your roommate. Roommate? Roommate. Ah, sure. I'll take the upstart. Come on, Ian. Okay. Excellent. You two can cuddle in the bed. Ian's sleeping on the floor. (laughs) Uh, You're laughing. Ian's sleeping on the floor. We're not going to have three people in bed. Right. Uh, Which means Davies is man. Wonderful. 
All right, so get my gear, transfer it up. Leave the golf clubs in the uh, in the car. Okay. All right. Uh, what what was everyone else like to be doing while Roy was getting you signed in, getting the keys? Uh, I'm doing a once over, once over on the car, making sure didn't you know, make sure tires are still good, everything, checking, checking. You know, just doing it once around, wiping off spots, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got the road dust, the smash bugs, but nothing, uh, nothing that wouldn't be expected from a, that long of a drive. Yeah. Well, I'm doing I'm like, uh, give me, give me a handkerchief, Ian. Uh, here you go. I can see how this trip's going to go. Scrubbing <laughs> off some dead bugs off the front. Like, all right. Thank you. Take your, have it back. Thanks. All right. I'm uh, looking around the room, sizing everybody up, trying to calculate how many chem- chemicals I would need to get rid of each and every one of them. Okay. And you can. Um, it's not what I plan. I'm just. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to. What I do. As you kind of uh, look around, just give me a like a, a spot a spot hidden. 64 64 out of 65 just nice barely. well as you uh look around you see a lot of uh a lot of them are you know they've got the calloused hands of uh blue collar workers some sure. of them you notice they actually have like a, a tool the tool belt with a hammer hanging off of it and uh, a few of them are starting to get that gin blossom nose of uh from drinking too heavily for a long, long time. Probably mostly farmers and stuff out in this area. Yep, there's a lot of farm. Yep, a lot of farms out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, these look like a hard, a hardy bunch, you know. So it'd be a uh, some strong chemicals to put them down. <laughs> yeah, would uh, all those calluses it might take some extra strength, sulfuric acid. It's the smell that I mostly enjoy. Oh, yeah. I'd love to share in a room with you, Doc. <clears throat> All right. So you guys uh, get your get the car unloaded. I assume you get your luggage in, into where you want, into your room and all. Yeah, Ian makes a handful of trips. He's very handy like that. Um, uh, while I'm sitting at the bar enjoying my whiskey, I, I'm going to ask the bartender uh, if they have a phone at this establishment. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, we do. Brilliant. Yeah, um, only one of the few phones in town. I expect nothing less. Um, uh, I will kindly ask to use it. A uh, local call? Of a sort. Goes well. You bought a bottle of whiskey. Just don't don't be don't have it tied up too long. This will take no longer than a minute. I'll call through the boss mm-hmm. uh, and whoever is manning the phone. I assume it's not actually the boss. Probably not, Paul. Um, yeah, because uh, it's quite late at night. Um, inform that we have now arrived and have uh, received our lodgings, and we will report back in a day or two. Okay, and Joseph's on the line. He's like, ah, oh, 
I'll be sure to let Mr. Miller know. It's like you guys have uh have fun up there. Hey. Yeah, I'll like clink the whiskey glass against the phone receiver before <laughs> I put it down. Yeah. Uh, excellent. So I think I've taken my whiskey uh little glass and I'm I turn around with my back to the bar. I'm looking, I'm looking for I don't know, anyone who looks approachable, maybe by themselves, uh to to strike up a conversation with. Okay. Many more people in that bed, mate. What's that? <laughs> yeah. You can't <laughs> more people in the bed. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh so as you're uh looking around, you see uh you do see one gentleman kind of sitting by himself. He is a uh, in his looks like he's in his fifties, and he's one of them that is kind of suffering from a uh, one of the gin, gin blossoms. Mm-hmm. And he uh, looks up. You know, he, no one's been over there kind of talking to him. It looks like he's been here drinking for a bit, so his eyes are a little bleary. Yeah, I walk up and like, uh, good evening, sir. Uh, looks up. He's like, uh, "All right, a good good evening to you." I uh, mind if I mind if I have a seat. Uh, just tired of standing and don't want to be up at the bar. Uh, saw that you had a little open space here. No problem at all. Uh, please, please have a seat. All right. Na- name's Cameron. Cameron. Uh, Davy. Uh, it's uh, well, well met you. Cheers. Cheers. He's uh looks like he's sipping he's chugging a beer. He goes, uh you're not from around here. I don't I don't recognize you. No, no, we're uh passing through from London, just you know, taking a drive through the country, just getting away from you know, from the city. Yeah, I I understand. I understand. Yeah, well, it's a uh, beautiful country and all. I've uh me, I'm originally from uh Edinburgh, but I've uh took a job out here for the past few months what'd you take a job doing oh i'm a, a foreman i'm uh running the crew working on the golf course i was you know i was going to ask about that uh we drove past it as we were going there and then circled back here and it's interesting uh somebody's fixing up the golf course out there well we we were doing doing the best we could uh the paychecks uh stopped last week and so we're uh we're waiting for those to to get get started the men the men you know union won't let him work without you know pay coming in yeah why why the paycheck stop do you know or uh the boss uh stopped showing up what about i mean to take something happened to him you get an accident and well, it's a little, it's, it's, it's odd. You know, he was, uh, he came out there, uh, a week, maybe eight, eight, nine days ago. He was, uh, you know, one to inspect, didn't, didn't trust me to do my job. Of course. Mm, that uh, type. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the type, but it's his money. So I told him that, that my men, men knew what they were doing. They might sometimes uh, take a little bit longer to get get jobs done, but he's going to have the best best uh, work craftsmanship that he could possibly hope to have. But he said he wanted to inspect it himself. Goes storming off. 
I don't think anything of it. Finish up working and uh, getting ready to lock the place up. This car is still there. So we go around, we search the golf course. Yeah, don't find him. Check inside the clubhouse. No, no sign of him. So after 45 minutes, you know, men getting hungry. So we decide to leave. I leave the gate unlocked. And the next day I go back, cars, cars still there. Well, we keep working. Well, men get paid every Friday. Friday comes along, boss ain't there to write the checks. So the men, men done working. Huh. Well, uh, what, what kind of guy was this guy? I mean, before this, was he, I mean, he bothered you much before this incident or? Oh, he is uh, kind of a, an asshole to be yeah. Yeah, honest with you. I, you know, uh, always, always riding on, on us, nah, saying, saying that, that we didn't know what we were doing, that uh, I was having too high, high of a turnover on workers. But I kept trying to explain to him, you know, uh, skilled laborers, sometimes they, they drink too heavy the night before. You know, it's, it's one of the things you got to deal, deal with when you're dealing with, uh, a, a sk- with skilled laborers. But they get the job done. You know. I think we'd be a lot further along if he hadn't been coming out and visiting all the time, asking questions. I mean, yeah, it sounds like just a guy getting in the way, getting in the way of good work. Oh, yeah. The worst type. Well, uh, yeah, I uh, thank you. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to sit a spell here some more. Uh, I'll, I'll buy your next drink for you, though. And oh, wave. well, yeah, I don't mind that at all, then. Yeah. <laughs> wave up at the bartender, uh, you know, point at him. Yep. They got they got one of those hand pump uh taps, so it got hand pumps out uh, a nice lager to bring over. Okay. And you all done unloading the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As soon as I get done unloading a car, uh I'm actually gonna come back downstairs, see if I can swipe the bottle from Whoever might have it, Lenny perhaps may have it. And, yeah, you uh, saw Lenny already tipping that extra glass, which was yours in front of the seat that you were going to occupy. <laughs> your glass emptied back down in front of that chair and tips yeah. the bottle and fills another one for himself. Yeah, yeah. But while I'm sitting down there, I'm I'm actually going to bring my squeeze box with me and I'm going to start playing a little bit of music for the uh, for the audience. Oh, nice. Uh, give me an arts and crafts roll. <laughs> no, I don't, uh, must not have it in tune or something. Oh, yeah. After, after a bit, uh, someone goes, so you hear someone yell out, who's strangling the cat? <laughs> I'm a I can do that honestly. for you. Okay. <laughs> Bartender kind of looks at you, gives a kind of, and then he just kind of laughs. <laughs> Sounds like the last door owner that was slow to pay up. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> so what kind of construction has been going on over there? Is he going all out? What's he, what's he, what's he putting up? Uh, you just asking one of the workers, or are you? Uh, I'm just asking the room. 
last room. Right. Looks like a lot of them probably are construction yeah. people. Yep. And uh, one of them, a uh, he looks up. He's one that's got like got the little uh, hammer uh, belt belt loop in his pants, and he goes, "Oh, well, we were uh, we refurbished the golf course, got that all all set up, and uh, we're getting the uh, essentially the golf the clubhouse. We completely gutted it, and of uh, redoing on the inside. You know, I see it. I mean, I." can carved all the wood myself i mean great great craftsmanship on it any new buildings the new buildings yeah well we got a uh the groundskeeper shed uh needed to be uh needed to it needed to be rebuilt it had uh, collapsed when the military was using the uh golf course back in 1917 they accidentally blew blew the old one up when they're training foundation problems do you have to pour a new foundation oh uh, no no not for that we inspected it it looked uh looked all right all right how do you all feel about this uh golf course up here maybe the locals aren't so happy um well the the what the carpenter's like oh well you know, I'm not much of a golfer, but I'll be glad when I'm done with this job. Uh, never had so many headaches as uh, when I was working in there. And I, I'm a man that knows how much he can drink. So I, I'm not, not hungover, but every time I get done working, I just my head just is pounding. Any other golf courses around? Uh, the nearest one is uh, probably over there, uh, over there in Gl in Edinburgh, and, you know, which is about over an hour away. Yeah, this original one, you know, it was a uh, it was built built uh, back in uh, 1900 by by Alistair McKenzie. And uh, if anyone has any golf golf skills, you would recognize that name as a he's a very famous golf course uh, developer at the time. So no redesign of the golf course, just uh, refurbishment. Yeah, just uh, some refurbishment, and I'll move in, uh, move in some of the uh, the holes holes around, but. Well, I understand that's pretty pretty normal for most uh, golf course care. And it's is it it's finished and playable right now? Uh, it is. It is. Yeah. Maybe we got something to do more. We'll need some caddies. Well, we'll need another caddy. <laughs> I don't know, Ian looks like he could carry two golf carts, and golf clubs, and golf uh, I'm, bags. So. I'm sure he could, but he does need to serve some sort of purpose other than being a mule. I am not your personal servant here. You are for at least a couple more years. You gotta earn your way. And you, Kate McDougal. I mean, if you're not bringing any yes. other skill, I mean, if, you gotta bring something. And that's usually if, our if bags. If if you are so inclined to uh, 
prove yourself, then maybe I won't hire another uh, caddy. Do you want to keep mouthing off or do you want me to hire someone else so you don't have to carry two bags tomorrow? Fine, I'll carry your bags. Oh, excellent. Cheap day out on the course then. Wonderful. Do the McMillans live nearby? Oh, uh, yes, they do. They live. It is uh, not not that far. It's about it's about a three mile walk as the crow flies. Uh, if you drive there, you know it's going to be about two and a half miles because you got to kind of go past in and the road loops back around to toward their uh, toward Crowwood Hall. That's uh, what what she names what she tries to name her new home. So, he disappeared on the golf course. That's interesting. Hey, Roy, did uh, you ever say what the uh, little woman's name is for this? Mrs. McMillan? Mrs. McMillan? No. I care not to know, frankly. I guess more properly, Mrs. Arthur McMillan. <laughs> well, she knew her place. But anyway, I'm going to announce to the entire bar. Uh, the first two men to uh, greet us at breakfast, we paid six shillings each for a day's work. And then I'm going to retire to my room. Oh, yeah, here's a... Uh... When he says that, you see, hear some of the men kind of uh, whisper a little excitedly because, you know, they're they're going on a few days without pay now. So. I think I'm going to follow. Uh, I'm going to follow Rory up. Okay. I think I stick around for one more drink uh, with Cameron. Buy him one more, and mm -hmm. after that, thank him again and call it a night myself. Right. If I can sort of have Rory's ear before he goes in. Uh, We're sharing a room. Okay. Well, then as we go in, uh, I say, so a couple things don't make much sense. One is I don't think any of the workers bumped him off because he was an asshole because they're not getting paid. Kill the boss, you don't get paid. They all want to get paid. But if they did. I think there's a motivation for his wife because she gets everything, you know, once he's bumped off. But she wouldn't have done it at the golf course. You know, and how would she hide the body and all that? I was trying to see if they had new construction. You could hide the body in the cement, and bury him. They've shifted the holes around. If they've moved a considerable amount of earth, then potentially, but... Yeah, but it's a golf course. I mean, I don't know what it's going to look like when we get there. There might be some trees, but uh, it's once again, it's kind of hard to hide anything out on a golf course. It's so fairly flat. Mm. Um, we'll have to do a complete survey, see if we can figure out is his car still there? It, it sounds like it was. So I, 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 I suspect we have to uh, properly. Uh, case the joint. I think that he could have just could have uh, run out on the mob, you know, fake his own disappearance or death. He's too smart to do that. 
seriously. Like, well, something's happening. It doesn't make any, so guy, any goddamn sense. He knew that we would be sent after him. Well, he knew that I'd be sent after him at least. And he knew that the boss would not take this kindly. So if he has been so stupid as to run off into the night, I sincerely wish his kneecaps a happy birthday from my derringer. Well, the thing is, is if you, you know, if you want to fake your death, you fake your death and then hope that we don't figure out that you faked your death because then it becomes obvious. But if you set up a mystery, a disappearance, that's a pretty good distraction. So while he's getting on an airplane or a train somewhere, we're running around his fucking golf course looking for clues while he's, you know, moving to America or something like that. Then we need to find out. We need to check in at the various means for him to get away. Mm. You know, if he's trying to be clever, we can uh, do some, you know, telegrams, phone calls, things like that. Uh, is Dundee a port town or is it uh, landlocked? I don't know it my is, Scottish geography terribly well. It is. It is. It's uh, it's just the, yeah, main, yeah, it's just north of uh, like Edinburgh. It's not Edinburgh. not right on the coast, so it's not a, but it'd be like more of a, with modern transportation, it'd be more of like, hey, you know, we can drive to work at the port town there. Let's see, mm-hmm. well, we're certainly in for a uh, fun few days. I hope McDougal can keep his wits about him. He, he understands that everyone goes through this, right? You and your keep. It's the, it's the way. Alright. Uh, speaking of uh, McDougal, uh, were you going to hang out at the bar or were you going to retire? Yeah, I was going to hang out until last call. Alright. Lenny? Yeah. Lenny? Lenny, in fact, uh, he's actually uh, looking uh, for anybody to join him in darts and uh, uh, take the opportunity to, to chat with uh, any of them that uh, join in. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're going to play darts, you'll definitely get a, get a taker on that. So, And then, Davey, you were saying you were going to hang out with Cameron a little bit longer and have, a, have another pint with him. Yeah, I have another pint. Um, and unless there's interesting conversation, I head up to the room, uh, which I think, I think I'm, am I in the room with Rory and Doc? Uh, I believe you are in the room with uh, Lenny and McDougal. Okay. And either McDougal way, sleeping on the floor. Either way, I head up, uh, grab a pillow, and go to sleep in the car. All oh, right. Then- Wonderful. Yes, Ian gets a bed. Dang it. Plus, Lenny doesn't I mean, want him to. I mean, he doesn't have to get a bed. <laughs> Lenny can shove those things together. Yeah. You've seen the size of Lenny? He can take a bed and tie it himself. All right. All right, Lenny. So so you're in there playing playing some darts. Yeah. You know, and uh, did you want to ask the uh, person you're playing against? Uh, I'll say it, just through small talk, it comes out that he's a, he's a uh, mason. As in, uh, works on masonry. Not, not, not a member of the Mason. Yep. 
Oh yeah. Bricks for around a golf course. Oh well, we're redoing doing some of the walls in the uh, in the clubhouse. Uh, oh, that's right. You guys said you were rebuilding the house. You got to no. have a fancy house in order to play golf. I thought golf was supposed to be outside. Oh uh, well, you know uh, they want to have a place to socialize away from the away from uh, their families and all. Yeah, I gotta keep them warm. When they're not out there running around in their shorts, do they wear shorts out on the golf course? Oh no! They wear those. They wear those sissy little short pants, don't they? Ah, uh, I don't know. I've never played. It was more of a uh, bar sports thing. Throws yeah. the dart. He goes triple twenty on that one. Uh, I just got a regular. Yeah. Uh, well, I tell you what. Uh, since we're going to be here a while, let's, uh, how about uh, round of drinks? Or we'll buy drinks for each other for, for a winner or loser. He'll take you up on that. Yeah. You've been out here long with this. Uh, I, I understand your uh, missing boss was a bit of a yeller, bit of a over-the-shoulder manager. Oh, uh, he could. He goes, oh. Uh, but no, I've uh, I came out to replace the uh, the previous mason that quit. Didn't I hear something about you got a big turnover of workers? Ain't this a good paying job? Why in the world are you guys quitting? Well, a lot of uh, oh, well, you know, a lot of the workers have been getting kind of uh, sick. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you, uh, about my third day of working, working there, I started getting a little. You know, lightheaded, lightheadedness that I never had. At first, I thought it was maybe just being near all the paints and stuff. But you know, I've I've worked around uh, construction all my life, and that was hit hitting me pretty good. And you know, you sure it's not the drinks catching up with you? Well, it, it could be, but you know, uh, when I. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I, just put uh, swamp gas out here. Yeah. Build, hey. a, build a friggin' golf course on a swamp. Yeah, that's probably what's going on. All that gas, swamp gas. Yeah, that could that could be it. Although, why what it's doing inside, I don't know. But, but I I got I got one more wall to finish up upstairs, and then uh, then I'm done. I can, I can get back to Glasgow. So, what was the boss complaining about? Was he was he focused on any one particular hole or was he uh, just looking yeah. at the whole course and complaining about everything? Oh, you got to talk to the foreman about that. I, I avoided, uh, avoided that. What I heard mostly heard is heard is that it just him calling us lazy bastards, but. <laughs> Ain't we all. Hey, you're going to pay, pay me daily. I heard you say you guys are union. Ain't that the way union works? What well, hour? Four hours of rest. Well, you know, you know what they say: you don't do another union man's job. Uh, any in here over there? Are you sitting at the bar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sitting over at the bar. Uh, okay. Uh, give me a listen roll.
Uh, no, I don't hear anything. Okay. Yeah. All right. So your your night passes. You know, you got your typical little small talk. Maybe they're talking about the local uh, cricket team or or something, but nothing of of pertinent. Okay. Pertinent. Okay. All right. And the night night passes on there, and the bar bar closes about uh, about midnight. They, they shut down. It's family run place, and they're like, hey, "Yep, we're gonna have to have to close it down. We'll see y'all in in the morning, seven o'clock's when uh, when the bangers and mash will be served." Okay, we'll see you in the morning. The stairs do an extra groan as uh, Lenny climbs to get to the room. <laughs> So again, the night. So the next morning shows up. Guys, uh, wake up. And say, are you getting up in time for breakfast? Or are you going to uh, just sleep through it? It's up to you. No, I I tend to get up very early, so I'm up at six thirty. All right. Yeah, I'm sleeping I'm in the sleeping in the car. So as soon as the sun pops up and reflects off, you know, review mirror, wakes me mm-hmm. up. I'm I'm up. I'm up in the room getting ready. Yeah. What time did you say breakfast? Uh, they say they start serving at seven in the morning. Okay. Yeah. So the uh, first I'm thing I'll do is I'll go out and I'll. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm likely to say once Doc gets up, I'll be up and yeah. Go down. I'm gonna first thing I'm gonna do is walk outside and have 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 a smoke and uh, bang on the window of the car. <laughs> Wake up, Davey. Yep. I roll out with a pillow under my arm, stretch, have a smoke of my own. It's like, what do you think so, about it, Doc? I think it's pretty wild. Uh, why don't you sleep upstairs? You afraid Lenny's going to do something to you? Ah, I like oh. it. In the, I like I like to lay out in the back, see the car. You know, I, I like the vehicle. I like to be ready if I need to to get in the driver's seat and go. I was talking to Rory. I think some weird shit going on here. His wife's his wife's the one who holds the most gain. She gets everything. Yeah. You know. But I can't I can't place him disappearing on the golf course. Because it wouldn't have been one of the workers. Unless unless she's having an affair with one of the workers. I mean, could be. I'm, you know, I talked to one of the guys. Uh, seemed like one of the guys in charge, and I'm not convinced he just didn't wander off into the woods. Maybe he had too much to drink and wandered off the course and fell down a hill or tripped on a root. Yeah, we'll have to go looking for him and see. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can definitely check the surrounding wooded area and see if he's laying out there. Knocked his head against a tree or something. And I suppose we can't cost the cost his wife that mob doesn't like it when you do that. Probably wouldn't do good to shake her feathers. Maybe a little. We'll see if we hey. if we suspect her. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go up and splash water in my face and make sure I'm in there for breakfast. Yeah. Wake up those other two. All right. Um, so I'd like to stop McDougal as he's coming out of the out of the room. 
Yeah. Rookie. Okay. When I extend an olive branch, it will do you well to accept it. Okay. I don't plan to be a dick, but don't test me. And then I'm just going to turn around and walk off. <laughs> oh, poor Ian. <laughs> he likes him. He likes yeah. him. Otherwise, he wouldn't have warned him. <laughs> Ian had a hard night of sleeping because uh, Liddy uh, failed a con roll with, with a 94, so he was loud snoring all night long. But uh, I rolled a second one of a hard con that I actually woke up on time. Yeah, Ian uh, doesn't Ian doesn't sleep very well anyway. So really, the the snoring was just annoying. All right. Oh, so breakfast is, is served. You notice that uh, when you get, despite when you showed up last night, there was a lot of people there. Not a lot of them are showing up for breakfast. You. Uh, they're not getting up for work, you know, no need to get up for early morning for a, a breakfast. Might as well just sleep it off. You do see a, a couple of them down there. One of them's reading a, uh, a collection of uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, Doyle stories. And they, he looks up when you, he come, comes in, he kind of nods and then goes back to, uh, back to his reading. He can read. That's damn odd. But yep, it is a uh, it is a good breakfast. I'm gonna uh, take a small alpha. Disappointing. Hey waiter, where's the uh, foreman for all those workers? Oh, uh, Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. Hey, you want Cameron. to call him over? I imagine he's still in bed. He he hasn't been getting up early the past couple of days. Been drinking heavier than normal. Or you told him you're going to pick the first two people here. I did. We got. Yep. As long as they take the job, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Get the oh. reader. I don't trust him. <laughs> I'm going to saunter over to uh, Mr. Conan Doyle's fan. All right. So he uh, he uh, puts his bookmark in and closes it. He's like, going, "Well, I was uh, I heard about the job when you announced it last night, and I thought I'd uh, take you up, take you up on it." My name Good. is my name is Abernathy. Abernathy, wonderful. Mm-hmm. You a big reader, Abernathy? Was that? Are you a big reader? Oh, I, I tend to. I uh, I really can't get enough of uh, the the home stories and all. And I I thought by being up here, I'd I'd read the uh, about the Hound of Baskersville. Uh, have you have you read it? I'm familiar. I've sold many a copy. Oh, uh, I wonder if uh, the, this old place uh, inspired inspired Doyle. You know. They uh, they say there's a wild dog that's been uh, haunting haunting this area for years. Wild dog. Yeah, well, that's what uh, one of the uh, farmers was tell tell me. A wild dog named uh, Black Jamie. Black Jamie. Hmm. Interesting. 
but you know when but you know i, I don't know i haven't got to the end of the story so uh don't let me know how uh how sherlock solves it though please <laughs> of course not i'll give him a shilling and uh say uh rests at the end of the day uh, and i'll saunter over to the other one okay all right uh he looks up is uh he goes he stands up he's like ah yes uh gimmel gimmel's the name gimmel wonderful What's your role, Gimmel? What do you do? I'm a pipe fitter, sir. Pipe fitter. Yeah, you'll do. Give him a shilling. I'll walk off back to my colleagues. They got to look at each other and smile, and they're like, all right, you know. They have this queer rumor. Black Jamie, a wild dog that haunts this area, apparently. I thought we were heading to... uh, more civilized country. Oh. oh well. All right. All right. So you guys finish up. Uh, finish up ba- breakfast. Uh, Abernathy and Gimmel, or they're going to be uh, hanging out there, just waiting for what you ne- you need to do. They don't got anything else to do, but you notice that they're uh, they're drinking coffee. Wonderful. Um, well. Uh, we, we have two places that we need to go check out. Uh, we have the wife and we have the golf course. I think while we have our laborers with us, we should, uh, go off to the golf course. These two would know the, uh, area quite well and they can show us around, uh, where the work's being done, at least uh, from what they worked on themselves. I understand that there's a bit of a retention rate issue with this job. Classic. Um, and then perhaps we swing by the wife's abode later in the evening. Does that sound good to everyone? Sounds good to me. Really? All right. All right. So I'll show you a, a map of the area so you guys can kind of get a feel of uh, where everything is. So uh, two is, is the pub. Mm-hmm. One is the golf course. Uh, five is, uh, where the wife, wife lives. That's a uh, Crowwood hall and, uh, three and four are, uh, some other farms that are around here. Excellent. Oh, the hall is quite close by the course. Convenient. Oh, Davey finishes off his coffee. Uh, it's like, I'm going to go make sure the car is ready. Heads out. Uh, make sure, I mean, everything's good. Buffs off some spots. Uh, open his, uh, make sure that uh, his tire iron and everything's in there. And yeah. gets behind the wheels, just waiting for everybody to show up. And Rory, just uh, you want an Abernathy and Gimbal to come with you? Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, I, okay. I want to figure right. out if cool. they have their own transportation or if we have to uh, sit them on Lenny's lap. They've got, they've got a, a vehicle. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll make them at the golf course then. All right. Um, when you tell them that they they go, uh, we'll have to go uh, go hit up Mister Narns to get to get the keys to the gate. Uh, so we'll we'll be a little a little bit. Mister Narns, uh, the foreman. The foreman, wonderful. I've not met this foreman. Cameron. I'll come with you. 
Oh, okay. You can you can take me. The rescue will meet us there. In oh. fact, while while we're off getting the keys, perhaps you can swing by the uh, old bird's house and uh, see what she's doing. And I'll keep old Abernathy and uh, Gimmel company when we go see the foreman. Excellent. Sounds right. good to me. All right, so we'll have uh, the group going to uh, Crowwood Hall. Uh, obviously, Davey uh, was who else was going to accompany him? I see. Yep, Doc, Ian, Lenny. You gonna figure out that they wanted one? He Rory wanted you to go with them too. <laughs> Right. I, I, you asking who's going with Rory or who's going to the golf? Course? Who's going with Davey to the to the house? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Since Rory said he's doing this on his own. Yep. All right. So Crowwood Hall. All right. So Crowwood Hall. As you, uh, it's a little bit of a drive. As you go, as you're going there, you do pass the Thistledown Golf Course. You see it's got the, the nice wrought iron uh, gate, and it does have a chain around it with a padlock on it. And Crowwood Hall is a uh, nice Scottish mansion that uh, was built in the 1700s. So, you know, it's been, it looks like it's been uh, refurbished some. And the approach is a tree-lined private driveway that... Uh, We'll tell you, that you drive drive down to as you are as you're approaching the crowwood hall off to your left you see what what looks to be a barn but the door is open and you see a large bearded gentleman uh kind of wiping his hands off he's got a little grease on it, it looks like he's been working on a on a car and looks like they probably converted the barn into a a garage so it looks like uh McMillan's got more money than uh, seems like he should for a fence. Seems like it. Hey, kid. Uh, you want to cut your teeth? Introduce us when we pull up here. Okay. Pull the vehicle in. Stop it. Okay. So you're pulling it in over in the garage or at the front door? Uh, probably at the front door. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I was on yeah. the same page with you. All right. So you pull up and, um, of course, uh, you know, no one's, no one's there to greet you cause no one was expecting you to show up. Okay. Um, did you say there was a man standing here or, or did I, uh, in the barn? So, in it, yeah. You know, okay. I mean, he's close enough to see. He kind of, uh, he's kind of uh, looking at you. You know, so like a caretaker. Like, Looks yeah. like a caretaker. Yep. Okay. So um, I'll just kind of glance over in that guy's direction and then head over to the the house that we pulled up to. Yeah. And when you start going up the uh, up to the house, he kind of like uh, goes back to. Gets out a wrench and he seems get lay down. And looks like he's going back under the car. Okay, so I'll head that way. Okay, to the guy working on the car. I kind of thought you would. <laughs> All right. So uh, Ian, you go up to the front door. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm with Ian. 
Okay. Well, I assume you knock or ring the doorbell. Well, before I actually do anything, I'm going to say to Doc, um, do we just introduce ourselves as ourselves or are we trying to do something different? I don't really know what, I mean, surely he has his wife in on some of what he does. So I, I would hope so. We're here from London. We're uh, uh, associated with the investors. I, I don't know what to say. Um, that's a damn good question. Maybe we could say that we're here from London to check on things, check on the progress. Of the yeah, she probably will understand what we're here for. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And so, Lenny, where, which one were you going with? Were you going up to the front door, waiting by the car, going to the garage? Get in the dock. Okay. All right. So you knock on the front door. Yep. After uh, a little bit, not not a unreasonable amount of time, uh, the door opens and you see a uh, a butler standing there. He's wearing a tuxedo, and he's like going, "Ah, ah, gentlemen, um, welcome to Crow Crowwood uh, Manor. What what Crowwood Hall? Um, were you expected?" Uh, no, I don't think we were expected. Um, uh, well, we were contacted by uh, uh, Mrs. Uh, McMillan. Uh, uh, oh. oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, where's my manners? Gerald, Gerald Keating is my, my name. Uh, please, please come in, come in. I'll, I'll take you to the study and I will let... Uh, I will let let the lady know know that you're here. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna whack Ian. Take off your hat. Jesus Christ, where did your hair go? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> summer. It's summer. It's nice and cool. All uh, right. So as he bring he brings you in, it is a uh, large manor. And as you uh, kind of were talking about, it does seem bigger than you would expect. Yeah. I mean, the guy with the boss doesn't have a house like this. Yeah. So, uh, Chris, they're all out in the back of Scotland. So, that's right. It's like buying a house in Texas, just get a huge house. So, you go to the, he, he takes you to the right, he opens up, up the door. And uh, in the study, you know, you, it's got a, you know, a smoking couch and everything. It does have, uh, it has a decanter, but there's no liquid in the de decanter. Mm -hmm. And he goes, uh, would you, would you like some tea? Yes, please. Thank you. All right. I'll, I'll go get the, uh, the, the, the lady of the house and then I'll bring some, some tea for everyone. I eat. And Ian, uh, what do you think all this is worth? I don't know. Is it could I could I hazard a, an appraisal? Sure. That out? Sure. Yeah. Nah, it's 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 
not something I'm used to. It's worth a lot. <laughs> I, I did an appraised roll too, and I've got five in appraised, and I got an O one. Wow! I, waste, I wasted my O one. You give yourself extreme. Give yourself the check mark. <laughs> so, so as you're uh, appraising it and looking around, you probably think this is, uh, you know, this house here. I'll just put it in modern times because that works in my mind. Probably about about over a million dollars, a million dollar home. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's doing something. He's up to something or he's been up to something. This guy's cheap because his whiskey container's empty. Well, that's just because he didn't expect guests. All right. And the uh, door opens, and you see uh, this uh, this woman come in. So she uh, she walks in. She looks like she is in her uh, young sixties or uh, late fifties. Uh, dressed very uh, yeah. Well, you see there, high collar, pearls. And she comes. She comes in. She's like on uh, gentlemen. Um, Crystal, Crystal McMillan, I understand uh, you uh, came up from London. Indeed, we did, by your request. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Um, you have a lovely home. Oh, thank you. Yes, uh, Arthur takes care, care of me uh, very well. So this is all Arthur. It's not, uh, you weren't like a dowager princess or something huh? oh oh no no i i was i was uh lucky in love but not not in birth oh he seems to have been doing pretty well for himself um well we're here to see if we can ascertain where he is or where he went or oh. what happened to him well i am uh I'm quite quite glad that that you're here. I uh, frankly, I'm all, I'm at, at wit's end. Arthur Arthur is my is my life, and you know, without him here, you know, I I'm at a loss. I was uh I was planning to refurbish the uh, the home, but now I just he has my complete focus now. Yeah, and it's very nice already. Um, I wanted to ask a question. Why? Did you wait so long to contact us? Well, I uh, I went and talked to the foreman, a dreadful drunk drunkard. I thought uh, maybe that he would be able to. Uh, he knew the area the best. He uh, he of course was of no uh, no assistance. Then I went and talked to the uh, various neighbors over at uh, the Blackwood Farm. And uh, they they hadn't seen it, and I was tempted to go to the police, but uh, Arthur always said that I need to contact uh, Mr. Miller down in London beforehand, and it took a bit to find find his number. Arthur always kept his uh, desk locked. I don't think he uh, thought that far ahead. Well, we're here now. We'll uh, <coughs> we'll try to get to the bottom of it. Oh, well, I. I, I certainly hope so. 
He's like, uh, any, anything that you need, of course, you know, you need a place to stay. I have, uh, some rooms here, uh, that, that you can stay, stay at, of course, uh, for three of you, yes, I, I have three three individual rooms, so it could easily uh, accommodate. Well, that's very kind of you. And the door opens, and uh, the uh, butler comes in with the tray with uh, the tea. Well, actually, ma'am, there's uh, five of us. Uh, one's out in your uh, garage area. We got another one off getting the uh, golf course itself. Oh, well, well, five. Uh, might have to have a couple of you double up then, but then uh, the butler sits, sets the tea down and goes, uh, anything else, ma'am? She's like, no, yes. When was the last time you saw your husband? Uh, last yes. time I saw him was uh, the morning of uh, September 14th. He uh, he was in a dreadful mood. He said that that he we got into an argument in in fact, which you know normally we don't fight, but I kept telling him to, not to be so worried about what was going on at the golf course. That the workers knew what they were doing. He told me that I needed to uh, keep my keep my nose into stuff that I knew and not be sticking it into men, men's business. Did he give any sort of indication about why he was upset with what was going on at the golf course? Oh, mostly that uh, he felt that that they were being that they were lazy and that they were milking him for for more money than than it was worth. Said so that's what you get for hire, for hiring uh, labor. Were they? Was he unhappy with their the quality of their work? Mm, no, he never mentioned that. No, he was mostly upset about the timing. He was hoping to get it open before uh, the season, you know, turns too cold. But we, I told him that that we're going to have to stick with our original timeline of opening it in the spring. I don't imagine there'd be much golfing in the winter, anyway. Exactly. That's why I think he was hoping to have it done in September. Well, the rest of our team should be here soon. Ah, excellent, excellent. All right, so uh, Davey, we'll we'll go over to you. Yeah, I walk up. Um, excuse me, I walk up to the garage. Uh, he's under the vehicle. It is a yep. car, right? Yeah, it is a car. Yeah. Uh, so I don't walk right up on it, but from a respectable distance, uh, kind of put my head down. I was like having trouble with your car here and he looks up and he's like oh just the uh he named some car thing under there just normal maintenance uh name normal maintenance on it the uh oil pan needs to be reseated <laughs> uh, well well I, I know a thing or two about cars uh i can lend you a hand if you need oh well That'd be uh, appreciated. And he, he reaches out, out a, he kind of leans out, reaches out a, a hand. He goes, uh, the name's Peter. Nice to meet you, Peter. Davey? Mm. Uh, well, 
didn't want to go in, go into the uh, the uh, stuffy mansion. I see more comfortable around cars. Uh, you know, saw an opportunity to stay outside and not get cooped up inside. So figured I'd come out here and see what's going on. Excellent. He kind of uh, pulls himself out from from there. And he's got like uh, the cigarettes rolled up in his sleeve and he, he pull, pulls it out, puts one in his mouth and offers one over to you. Yeah, I take one. He goes, he goes, he goes yeah, well, I, I uh, totally understand. I'm more comfortable out here. That's why uh, I sleep up in the loft. You know, I think, think mankind's losing their connection with nature. I kind of turn to the car. He's like, well, I sleep in that most nights myself. <laughs> he kind of uh chuckles he's like going ah we are you are a kindred spirit yeah so uh what do you do out here other than upkeep the vehicles oh i uh, also maintain the ground the grounds you know make sure that the uh the lawn's mowed the uh hedges are trimmed you know anything that outside that needs to be worked on that that's that's my specialty. Let the uh, housekeeper and maids uh, take care of the inside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, not to get too personal. Uh, you you enjoy it? You like the McMillans? Oh yeah, they're they're good. Uh, Mister uh, Mister McMillan, he uh, we would sometimes go down to the Queen's Head to have a uh, a drink drink together. His wife. Uh, is a teetotaler and she wouldn't uh, allow any alcohol in the house. Is so, Mr. McMillan uh, much of a drinker or just? No, I think, eat? I think it's more just uh, the socialization. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, you know, we're, we're staying at the, at the uh, Queen's head and uh, ran into some of his workers. And uh, I mean, was he a hard ass? Because I mean, talking to them, he kind of came across as a hard ass. You know, always hanging over their shoulder, inspecting the work. He could be quite demanding. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I uh, scratched scratched his vehicle a couple of days ago with a shovel, and I thought thought that I'd be looking for a new new job. Yeah. Well. Well. I- Uh, but, but you know, the man man knew what he wanted, and he he paid 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 the bills. So, I mean, that's respectable to a point, I guess. Knowing what you want and making sure it gets done that way. Hard on us, folk who are doing the job. But. That it is. That it is. Yeah, yeah. So what brings you brings you up here? I can't remember. Did you say? Uh, we're just. Following up on, you know, uh, we had us and Mr. McMillan have a mutual uh, mutual business partner. Uh, so we just came up to check on the, the progress of the course. Um, uh, you know, we hadn't heard from Mr. McMillan in a few days. So boss sent us up here to check out things, make sure everything's going all right. Mm, he's like going, well, yeah, I, d- I hope you do. Uh have some success i've been out i've been out wandering the woods and all and i thought maybe you know maybe he tied one on i mean it wouldn't be like him but 
I couldn't think of any other reason. I've been out walking through the woods, seeing if I could find any sign of him. Nothing. 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 So, so he's gone missing then. Not, not just off with, I don't know, a mistress or, or, or something. Well, you'd have to talk to his valet for, uh, or what he, he liked to do. I, I took him to the Queen's Head to share share a drink, but uh, his comings and goings, that's more of uh, Gordon's uh, specialty. Mm-hmm. Gordon? Okay. Well, is there anything in the in the vehicle you need, need an extra set of hands for? I know sometimes it's, you know, hard to get in there from doing work on my own vehicle. Uh, oh, think- yeah. Yeah, if you could uh, hold this here so I can actually get this uh, bolt loosened up and he goes down there and you, you continue working on working yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, Rory. So Abernathy and Gamel, where they uh, take you over to uh, the foreman's uh, foreman's room. He's in uh, room two. Room one, of course, is where the uh, owners uh, sleep. And they, uh, they knock. And from inside, you're uh, oh, uh, so tired. Um, pardon, Miss uh, Mister Narn. Uh, we uh, we're needing the keys to the golf course. Like, yeah, here, here are the little chain on the lock, and it kind of uh, opens up, and his hair sticking up, and his eyes are very bloodshot, and it's the Cameron. Uh, guy that dave was talking to last night he's like going what do you need the keys for we're we're not working we're not getting paid business i'll snatch them from him okay uh give me a we'll just go with a a brawl to just kind of see if you can get it pretty easy or a sleight of hand if you feel that that'd be a little bit better so i rolled a 90 and ah. I have base. <laughs> well, when you kind of reach there, he kind of like uh, easily kind of moves in out of the way. He's like, whoa. Uh, pardon me, sir. He's like, uh, who, who are you? I'm here to fix the mess that your boss left behind. Now hand over the keys. All right. Give me uh, intimidate. Let me look at his uh, skill to see what level. Uh, it, you're not going to have to. I rolled 98. <laughs> oh, well, you got a, a rough. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to. I knew this run. would happen. I said before the game, my you dice did. have used up all their luck. Yeah, he, he's. Like, I'm going to have to uh, run this by uh, by 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 Mrs. McMillan. Uh, more, I hand, hand the keys over. It's like on. Uh, uh, can you give me a give me a bit? I gotta get cleaned up before I go go out there. And I put my foot in the door before he tries to close it. Okay. And I'll reach into my wallet, and I'll say to him, "The way that I earn this money could make you disappear off the face of the planet." Now, this is me pushing my intimidate right I know, face, I know. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this could end horribly. Yeah, but... I was trying to think. 
Okay. So I'm going to offer you two shillings to give me the keys and we call this off. Okay. You can go back to bed. You can drown your sorrows tonight. Bit of bread, maybe. All right. Um, okay. I'll, I'll let you push it. If you fail, he's going to kick the door really hard and it's going to kind of smash your foot pretty. <laughs> Brawl, 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 brawl. <laughs> Rolled another 98. 98, all right. So with the push, he's going to be able to, he's going to, so he, he, he kicks it hard, and this is those old solid, solid, not the, not the hollow doors that we have nowadays. And it, it kind of crumples on your foot, and you take two points of uh, damage as uh, the foot kind of gets smashed into the door frame there. Frick. Mm. Wow, that's a lot of 90s. <laughs> I, I warned everyone before this game happened mm-hmm. that my dice had used up all their luck last night. Yeah. But right. uh, your foot does pre- prevent the door from shutting, but it hurt. <laughs> oh, and then run lapdog. I'll t- about face and mm. take Abernathy and Gimmel with me. So we should go visit his boss. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. What? Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Uh, you can have the ride in the front seat. Did you seriously think you had to offer me that? Oh, uh, just get in the front seat and yeah. wait for him to drive me. Yeah, <laughs> they, uh, they drive drive you along and. You see the same thing that uh, the other saw as they went past the uh, as they went past the uh, golf course, and you uh, pull up to Crowwood and you see uh, Davy out there uh, chit chatting with uh, the uh, groundskeeper, and uh, their car pulled up by the front door, well, by the front porch. Davy, where's the duck? Oh, uh, they went on inside to talk to to, uh, to 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 Mrs. McMillan. Excellent. Babysit these two. I'll knock on the door or attempt to enter the house. Uh, okay. However, I point at them too and I say, if you want your money, stand by the car. Yes, sir. <laughs> and as Rory comes in, I'll say to Mrs. McMillan, this is Mr. Rory Shaw. Uh, she uh, she looks up and she's like going, "A pleasure to meet you, Mister Shaw." And you, Miss uh, Mrs. McMillan. Now, I I must confess, your drunkard of a uh, foreman was in a blind rage this morning. He he smashed oh. my foot up something fierce. Oh but no! The professionalism from someone like that is just wholly disappointing. Well. What, what do you expect from uh, someone that, that drinks as heavily as him? Hey, Rory. Are, are we talking about Cameron? Yes. Yeah, Cameron Nan. Rory. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, speak to this Cameron or. I want to go speak to him, sure. Open the gate. He, he has not opened the gate. He, he says he's well, on his way here. 
I can open the gate, Roy. Do you want me to open the gate or you want me to deal with this Cameron? Well, I suspect we're going to be joined by Mr. Cameron shortly, regardless of what we do. So we may as well nip this in the bud now. Boss. Doc, what were you doing? I am, excuse, uh, when he told me that, I'm like, excuse me, and I'm going to step outside. Okay. And uh, deal with this Cameron when he shows up. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, Davey, you see uh, Doc step outside on, on the porch. And you got Rory, Ian, and Lenny sit, sitting in there. And the uh, Crystal Miss McMillan's uh, kind of looks around after that conversation. She's like going, ah, you, you do seem to be uh, men that know how to uh, directly get things done. No, we do. That's why we're here. Um, your husband, missing husband. Yes. Uh, did he have many hobbies besides the golf course? Or that is a good question. He liked to play the uh, the stock market. Is what what he uh, enjoy enjoy speculator. Doing. Interesting. I would love to have a look at his finances. Are they in his study? Uh, they're, they're in his office, which is upstairs. Wonderful. Well, if you'll permit me, uh, I feel I may uh, be of better use uh, casting my eye over uh, <coughs> boring financial matters. Uh, I shouldn't be more than an hour or so. Oh, uh, no. In that time, uh, your uh, alcoholic... Uh, employee may turn up. Right. She's like, I'll have uh, Katie uh, uh, show you the way. And she uh, like pulls a little pull cord. In a bit, uh, you see a, uh, a young, uh, young woman. Looks like she's probably barely 20 years old. Uh, she shows up and she's like, uh, you rang, ma'am? Like, uh, yes, uh, Mr. Shaw here. Uh, I missed your first name, but Mr. Shaw here would like to uh, look around my husband's office. Please, please show him, show him there. Please oh, yes, call ma'am. me Rory. Oh, Rory, Rory. And uh, Katie, she goes, oh, follow, follow me, Mr. Shaw, Rory. Sorry, sorry. Katie, what's someone like you working here for? Oh well, uh, I needed a a job. I didn't want to uh, to to live it live at home any anymore. And the same like, home. Oh, home is uh, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, it's a, it's a dirty city, and I didn't didn't want to be there. I thought I'd I'd come here. You know, mostly I just uh, you know do do stuff, help out the uh, the other maid. So you like the countryside then? I do, although some of the uh, some of the stories that that people tell out here they're they're a little more frightening. Now, of course, so they say living in the city would be scary. Oh, the stories such as uh, Black Jamie. I, I've been acquainted with this one. Oh, the the Hellhound, big big and black dog out there. They say that's why you're not supposed to go wandering in the woods at night. 
Interesting. An old tale told to scare naughty children, I assume. Right. Well, possibly, but you know, I think I've seen a ghost before. You've seen a ghost? Please yeah. explain to me how you've seen a ghost. Oh well, when I was uh, a few evening few evenings ago, I was uh, cleaning up. I was cleaning up in the uh, in the office, in fact. And I could have swore I saw a shimmering uh, shimmering light uh, for a brief moment. He looked like a uh, balding man in a suit. Interesting. But you know when it, you know how it's uh, almost in the corners of your eyes how you see it and when i looked looked over you know nothing there but i did have a distinct smell of uh after lightning if lightning strikes you know that that smell that the air gets Hmm. interesting very good katie thank you for uh humoring an old man oh it is no problem at all and she uh brings you to his his office it uh, op- opens it up and she goes, uh, there is the uh, master's desk. Excellent. Um, so I would like to search for uh, handwritten documents such as uh, journals, diaries, uh, notes. Um, okay. And failing that, I uh, would like to find his uh, stock market ledgers of what he keeps with him and not at uh, London. Right. You don't have to make a roll. They're they're in the drawers and, and yeah. everything now. Actually, being able to read. So, what you uh, find? You can give me a an accounting roll. That is a regular success. Oh, I pass it. So as you, as you go through, you see that uh, you know being familiar with money laundering, you you're kind of able to follow the uh, the train and. Early on, it looks like, yeah, he was kind of uh, following the normal procedures, how they were kind of routing money in. And then uh, a few months ago, it seemed like he started uh, exp- spending more and more money out, going going out. And then uh, his speculations in the stock markets, looks like he might have picked a couple losers. You find a uh, blueprint for the uh, the golf club. And, uh, Excellent. Oh, you can see it's got the three floors. It is uh, signed off by uh, Harold Clemens of Edinburgh. Harold Clemens of Edinburgh. Interesting. Okay. Um, so I'll. Is this like a one of those large spreadsheet uh, documents, or is it? Small enough for me to pass. Uh, it's, it's, a small, and, it's a smaller okay. one. Yeah, it's not like one of the uh, the working ones. It's more of like, a, hey, the this is the approval to go ahead and do it. Here. <clears throat> Excellent. Well, I'll fold that up and put it in my inside pocket. Excellent. Um, yeah, uh, and then I'll uh, pass my time uh, looking around in the study, just sort of busying myself while I wait for the loud noise of an angry drunk man. All right, all right. Uh, so we'll hop down to to outside. Um, you kind of are, are sitting out there, and uh, uh, Doc, give me a. Uh, we'll just go with power, but it's not like 
it's more of hey can you control your temper as you feel like you keep waiting longer than you want um well i got 57 out of 50 i could spend the seven luck just i don't lose my temper though yeah but it's a matter of more of like oh the son of a bitch <laughs> well yeah i'm i'm intending on exacting a certain amount of revenge for hmm. his assault on mr shaw right uh, and there may be more later when everybody's asleep right yeah um so we'll say right when you know you're, you're reaching that point where you know the impatience is starting to start gnawing at you you see a uh car car pulling pulling up it's uh not well taken care of and uh it pulls up and you see uh cameron uh get uh, get out of the car kind of uh he's got those uh next next day after a hard night's drinking sweats and uh, and everything is wiping it off he he looks up at you and starts uh, walking. Okay. Well, as um, I was going to say that as he drives up, okay. I'm going to walk towards the car and uh, assist him in opening the door. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's so and uh, as, as he's getting out of the car, uh, I am going to grab him, twist his arm, uh, push him down into the dirt and take the fucking keys. All right. Uh, and yeah, uh, give me a fighting brawl with a bonus because, like, he wasn't even expecting. Okay, well, I, I, I could spend five luck and make it a hard, but yeah, yeah, you, you don't need to. I, all right. I and, and as I've as I've pinned him sort of to the ground in the dirt, I say, I say, if you ever assault Mister Shaw again. Uh, just remember 24 liters. That's how much acid it'll take to get rid of your body. <laughs> and I kick dirt in his face and then I just, I walk up to the door. Okay. And go inside. All right. Okay. And I, I just, I flash the keys at Mr. Shaw. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he felt his uh his willpower, so he kind of uh puts his head down. He maybe looks over and he sees Davy looking at him, and he avoids that. You know, he's got that embarrassed uh, avoiding eye contact, and he gets in his car. But then he realizes that you have the keys, <laughs> so he starts uh just kind of walking off, walking off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when that happened, I kind of, whenever I saw Doc grab him, I kind of took a few steps to get, you know, make sure I was between uh, uh, the guy working Peter. on the, yeah, yeah Peter and, and, you know, what's going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he was banging on something. So it was kind of loud, you know, working on the radiator or something. Mr. Anon has uh, brought me the keys. I hand them to Rory. Excellent. I, I don't believe he's coming inside. Very good. Oh. Well, 
oh good i didn't and the crystal's like good i didn't didn't want him in here he smells of alcohol all the time one would think with a strike of a match we could eliminate the world of one of its problems oh, but stop stop aside, such a tease <laughs> aside uh, let's make haste to the golf club um the sun is bright in the sky i worry to think about what else may occur with us spending any more time not addressing the matter at hand okay all right so you guys have all uh, gathered back together you've got the keys and we'll say you know you ate breakfast at seven we'll say it's probably about 9 30 going on 10 o'clock yeah i'm going to suggest to davy to almost hit Cameron as he's walking along. Yeah. As I'm walking up up to the car where I told Abernathy and, and Gimmo to wait, I walk up and they're leaning against. It. I said, "For fuck's sake, I told you to wait by it, not lean off it. Lean up against it." I kind of grab their shoulders and move them away from the car oh. and buff off their ass prints. And oh, I, I, yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> and I'm like, right. Don't lean against my car. I said, "Wait by it." No. Really clear instructions. And I get in and slam the door. You know, so they're very being uh, even meeker after seeing Doc kind of uh, do that. They're like, well, <laughs> they're almost in that spot where they're like, okay, we're being paid, but I think we'll be in even more trouble if we duck out. <laughs> All right. Uh, they uh, they uh, look to you, Mr. Shaw, uh, for, for what you wanted to do. Oh, we'll do the same car loads as last time. I think that worked perfectly well enough. All right. Um, and on the short drive over, I will say to the men, there may be another paying job tonight, possibly tomorrow, depending on what we uh, uncover at the golf club. Fact of the uh, matter is currently, turn your eyes towards the golf club, do a good job, and maybe I'll have another amount of shillings tomorrow all right yes sir yes sir so um it is a short drive to the uh the gate of the golf club okay so it's got the uh wrought iron fence and it's definitely got it's got the chain wrapped around it with the uh padlock in it but of course you have the keys so it opens without out any issue as you uh, pull, as uh, we'll say, Abernathy was one that unlocked it, and he gets back in the car, hands the keys back to you. As you drive on, as you're driving on, driving up to it, you see that the road has uh, got those deep ruts from having heavy trucks coming up and down down it. And a short distance down the road, you see the Thistle Down Clubhouse. You can, it is a Scottish. Baron, Baron Mansion, and it's got the turrets and crenellations atop the wall. And uh, up ahead, you see this car. It's a very nice, uh, very nice uh, whole vehicle. Was that a? Was that? Yep. And, but this, unlike in the picture, this one's got about a week's worth of dust settling on, settling on it. And everyone go ahead and give me a spot hidden. 
Oh, 16. What is my spot? Regular success. 35, right on the dot. Success. Success for me. I could, I'll spend three points and make it an extreme. Okay. Ooh. All right. Uh, so, did anyone else get an extreme? Okay, so uh, so Doc, with that that extreme, as you're uh, pulling pulling in there, you see uh, in the second floor window, um, one of the curtains kind of uh, moves moves back and forth, and you could have saw a silhouette pass pass in front of it. There's somebody in there. I saw the kind curtain of, move. I kind of look up at where he's pointing as I'm pulling in. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you just see a, a window. Shall we go check it out before you go in? I mean, I'm sure it's probably just a worker or something. Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't think anybody was, supposed, was working here because they're not getting paid, but I think it's definitely worth checking out first thing. They better not be stripping anything out. That's true. They may be trying to get their, their wage somewhere else. I doubt that that's their car. That's uh, that's probably McMillan's car. Yeah, it's too nice to be. Uh, no other vehicles. No, nope. other than ours. Yeah, that's a transient or something. Yeah, pull yeah. in and stop pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So uh, the you got the golf golf club golf club house, and then. Uh, the golf course is on the other side. So essentially it's set up, you come in and when you want to go golf course and you go out the back door of the clubhouse, that's how you, that's where T1 is. And like hole 18 would be close to that as you finish up. So you finish right back up at the same golf house. So right. while, while we were waiting for Rory, who had gone upstairs to mm-hmm. the office, did he come back down and share what he had found? Does, did he share the floor plans of the re- renovated clubhouse? Uh, well, uh, as uh, our car pulls up, I'll jump out, say, Davey, you may have a new toy, and pull out the blueprints and sort of wave them around. I'll hand them to Doc because I trust Doc to read them properly. Um, <laughs> so I was going to run in the house and say, I mean, run in the, in the building and see if, Oh, so you're just going straight in? Um, I said the second the car stopped, I was going to jump yeah, out. Okay, okay, no worries. Make uh, sure I'll everything hand it to is whoever safe. is still standing there, then, mm-hmm. um, which would uh, be Lenny McDougal. Davey, are you going in either? Uh, probably not running in. Probably okay. park. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd give it to Davey then. All right. All right. So you give that to Davey. And Doc, when, when you run up to the front door, it mm-hmm. is locked. It is locked. But we have the keys, right? You do, but they're back there with Rory. So um, I'll run. I'll uh, I mean, casually sort of run around the building and check all the doors because there's probably more than one door. There are. There are more than one. Let me uh, look at somebody that. got in some way. Mm-hmm. This duck spotted a rabbit. So there is the uh, rear, the rear door. As you, uh, if you're, let's say you're going clockwise around the building, mm-hmm. uh, there is the rear door, which would be the way that you would exit the clubhouse to go onto the golf course. And it, it is locked. Mm-hmm. Also, 
So then by the time I come around the other side of the building and there's coming up, all the doors are locked. Yeah. Before you make it all the way around, uh-huh. as you're kind of going, going around, you see uh, kind of in like one of the uh, copes of trees, you see uh, we would call them will-o'-wisp, you know, those kind of uh, moving, moving around over there, which... weird fuck that is um i can't see anybody in the all the doors are locked be careful yeah doc saw somebody up in that window uh i just caught the tail end of it the 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 curtain falling back into place well if you spot something we need to Assess. Is everybody here armed? I trust you are, but maybe there's a cat. Maybe there's just something that moves I don't the like curtain. to take chances on things like this. So well, if they went and they locked the door behind them. Also, that looked like there was something out in the woods. Kind of weird, like a. Lindy made a regular locksmith on the front door. Oh, you kind of go up there. Busted got a key. Yeah, we've got we've got keys. That was whatever you want. Yeah. So <laughs> as you go up there, you kind of like not not looking, and then then you hear what hear the doc go, "Hey, Lenny, we got Keith." <laughs> He's just testing his his skills. No, what he, I'm saying is, Doc took off, and you didn't answer the rest of us. Lenny was going up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I saw Doc check the door and run around to the back, mm-hmm. yeah, in there, and he would have been picking at the door. Yep, yeah, a regular will not not pick the lock. Okay. All right. So like I said, I would have used my brute force to bust it open. Okay. Uh, uh, let, 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 let's let's calm down here. Your enthusiasm is wonderful, but we have the keys to the building, my friend. You save that, you save that uh pep and uh energy for uh whoever might be on the other side of that window that Doc spotted. Okay. So, I mean, I'm sure you you fellas have seen fireflies, right? Once, twice. Yeah, not usually during the day. There was something out in the woods, like a like a lantern or a light or something. It was damn odd, damn, damn peculiar. It's not there somebody, now, but. Do you think somebody was out there? I don't know. But let's let's keep our eyes up. Something feels really fishy. All right. Who, who is armed as part of our convoy? I suspect everyone, but well, when I, you ask who's armed, I walk around and pull the tire iron, you know, pop the tr- trunk, pull the tire iron out, holding it up. That's efficient. I, I have my my little derringer. Yeah, nice uh, nice personal compliment of a weapon um rookie you packing or what oh yes i've got uh got a switchblade and some brass knuckles okay very good all right okay uh all right i Uh, say we look in the house because this uh sets off my sketch alarm all right lenny give me a power roll As you're the one up on the porch. 
99. Oh, all right. So, uh, as you kind of like, uh, you know, you, you're getting ready to, uh, when you were, when Rory kind of called, and, hey, don't bust down the door. You, um, you look around and suddenly, you know how how your hair will stand, how your head scalp feels when your hair starts just standing up there, like you just bunch of static electricity. So your hair starts just sticking straight straight up, but it's actually uh, pulling a little bit harder, almost like someone's actually pulling individual strands of your uh, of your hair. What the fuck? I'm looking all around uh, above me. Is there a stoop over the front porch? Uh, like, is it covered? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So obviously, when I reached up there, there was I didn't encounter any hand or anything of somebody that might have been leaning over on it to reach down. But anyway. Mm. Actually, give me a sanity roll. This will be good. Uh, even better. 86 out of 45. So lose one point because when you kind of reached up there, it did feel like for a moment, like fingers kind of went across the top of your hand. Holy crap, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even going to try to explain that one to anybody. And then, Dude. you know, the moment's gone. You know. You've taken hallucinogens, Lenny? I'm thinking maybe it was kind of a, maybe a swallow's flying around and swooped down and pecked at my hair. And, and I had kind of envisioned it being a finger or something. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not believing it was actually fingers. Hmm. Of course, I don't see any bird or hear any flapping, but that's my that's my right. Story and I'm sticking to it. Okay. All right. So, you guys are uh, going up to the front door. Yeah. Yes. Keys in hand. All right. It unlocks. Uh, did you want Abernathy and Gimel to come with you? Hmm. What should we do with them, rookie? You're cool. Um, maybe we should have him wait outside. Okay. You too. Stand guard. Um, what about tire iron at him? I say, don't put your asses on my car again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll, we'll sit on ours. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you got copy on the time. So you, you open up the door. And uh, the hallway is, uh, there are no lights on. As you look down the hallway to your immediate left is a uh, stairwell leading up and it's got windows, you know, uh, stained glass windows to provide illumination. The windows are portray, you know, tranquil scenes. And then straight ahead, there is a, the hallway goes on for 30 feet. And then there's the, uh, the door and we'll, Close out. Everyone give me a spot hidden when you come inside. No, not this time. 82. Uh, I rolled a one. Nice. nice. Um, 
I will spend six luck to make it a regular regular success. Okay. Uh, you don't don't need to. Roy is okay. pointed it out, especially with the one. Okay. How about you, Lenny? Killed. All right. So yeah. as you come in, Rory, what you notice is that the uh, let me make sure I got my directions correct. The the southern southern wall. So the stairways are stair, stairways lead north. So the southern wall, two of the uh, stained glass windows. You, there's light streaming in. The middle one is pitch black. Like the sunlight's not passing through it at at all. Something's up with that window. And we'll pick up uh, next week with you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, investigating that. <laughs> well done. Very good. Excellent. Our players included uh, Bill Rickle, Riley Kruger, Kent Blue, Julian Arba, and myself, with Keith Craig as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.